For the first time in more than 20 years, uniformed New South Wales police will not be walking down the rainbow-streaked blocks of Oxford Street during this Saturday's Mardi Gras parade. Last night, the Mardi Gras board made the decision to revoke the invitation for the New South Wales police to participate in the parade following the alleged murders of Jesse Baird and Luke Davies. You would have heard in the news police have uh, alleged that to have found their, uh, those bodies this afternoon. The events organisers have reportedly been meeting to negotiate a workaround which uh, could see officers parade but not in uniform. Gary Wotherspoon is a historian on gay rights, an academic and an activist. He's also uh, a member of the 78ers, the original Mardi Gras protesters. Gary, you've been talking with people in the community today about this. How are people generally feeling about this? Well, look, it's uh, very mixed responses. I mean, there's a lot of younger people who can't imagine the parade without the police. They've been there for most of their life for 20 years. And I think part of the mixed response relates to the very strange decision that the Mardi Gras board made, nominally on the grounds of the death of these two wonderful young men and the fact that it was a policeman who killed them. I mean, what you might call domestic homicides around one a week in Australia. And if a gay doctor had actually uh, turned around and killed his ex-partner uh, who ha- had jilted him and an ex-partner's lover. Would Mardi Gras want to ban doctors from the parade? It just seemed a sort of faintly overreaction. And I think a lot of people are starting to realise that, that it isn't necessarily the appropriate response. And I think the way the police have now worked on that uh, case indicates that the police are quite empathetic about our communities. It does seem like a bit of a conflation of a a couple of different things here. I mean, you have a horrific crime. You also have the history, which you are well aware of when it comes to police and the Mardi Gras parade. Um, are, Are people understanding, at least when you speak to them, about how these two things can be separate? Uh, yes, look, most it, it largely depends on age and certainly also on education that w- w- what people read. And certainly most people are, uh, that I speak to, perhaps that's a sort of a, what you might call an inner city bubble. They are very aware that infl- uh, various attitudes and uh, things have been conflated together. So you don't support the Mardi Gras uh, board's decision. Do you feel like they have been forced to act on behalf of certain, I don't know, activist elements within the community? Well, look, I'm not sure. Only the Mardi Gras board can explain what their reasoning is. But uh, certainly from someone who's been from the first Mardi Gras and seen the changes that have occurred uh, over the years, I, I do find it a bit strange, yes. So let's go back a few years. Of course, Mardi Gras started as a protest against police brutality. As a 78er, you were part of those original protests, walking in solidarity, providing uh, safety in, in the night. Tell me about those initial protests. They were. I've seen footage. It's quite, it was quite brutal. Was that ever directed no. to you? Yeah. No, look, it got quite brutal by the end of the night. I mean, over the the 70s, this was the time of the social movements and there were women's rights, gay rights, black rights. So often we did have protest days and that day, the 24th of uh, June, we started out a march in uh, the city through the city streets in the morning. We had a gathering uh, up at Paddington Town Hall in the afternoon and then that night we decided we'd have a parade. We had a licence from the police, music on a truck and we started at Taylor's 
Square, 10 o'clock, going down the street, singing out the usual slogans of the time. Um, Two, four, six, eight, gay is just as good as straight, out of the bars and into the streets. And a lot of people did come out, people waved, some regarded us as idiotic. But by the time we got down to Hyde Park, it was a couple of hundred more. So the numbers had swelled. And what happened then was the police intervened and tried to confiscate the truck and turn the sound off. Now, that wasn't the arrangement in the original uh, licensing we'd got from the police. So I think people took uh, a great offence then and so decided up to the cross because in those days King's Cross was, I suppose, the bohemian heart of Sydney. And by the time they got there, the police were well aware that this was a riot out of control. And so that's when, as much of the film footage shows, the police started to weigh into people very brutally, very brutally. Of course, the New South Wales police officially apologised to the 78 back in almost 10 years ago, I think 2016. Have relations between the community and the police changed in that time? Because obviously you also have another element of of this conversation would have have to be the gay hate crimes and the subsequent inquiries made by uh, and submissions made by many, many people. In in fact, I believe you as well. Uh, Yes. Do you think that relations have improved and were improving but at least before the Mardi Gras board decision today? I think they definitely were. Um, over the years, I mean, uh, people had uh, started to accept that the police were there and many of the many of the young police marching will eventually one day be part of the administration of, and of, the, of the police. I think occasionally events happen that... Uh, you might say one step back rather than two steps forward. Uh, the 2022 Mardi Gras, because that was COVID, it was uh, the parade was around in the uh, showground here in Sydney, and the police acted against a young woman who was holding up an anti-Putin protest. It was written in Russian, so that. They probably didn't know what she was saying. But so she was arrested, Barbara Kopinski. And so there are issues that occasionally occur that uh, seem to sort of pull create a pause in ongoing improving relationships. Uh, of course, last year, the Special Commission of Inquiry into LGBTIQ hate crimes concluded Justice John Sacker outlining 19 recommendations. It included mandatory and ongoing training for New South Wales police officers. Uh, I just wonder if any of that good work and the recommendations is what I mean by the good work Um, has been diminished by the decision by the Mardi Gras board because certainly it seems like things were on the mend between these two. Look, they they certainly were. I mean, I think the interesting uh, question will be if and when the uh, police start to implement any of the uh, SACA recommendations. There were 19 recommendations. Many of them were just about uh, improving uh, police procedures on things, saving evidence that gets lost, using DNA, using uh, qualified experts in terms of bias and hate crimes, these sort of things. uh, SACA also recommended certain cases actually be re-examined and also uh, one or two cases actually be looked at in terms of the evidence uh, that had now turned up. So I think hopefully uh, if the police commissioner and they move forward on accepting and implementing some of the SACA recommendations, the world will be much improved. If uh, an agreement is reached following these talks, then police are allowed to rejoin the parade, but not in uniform. Will that still represent a departure from the recent uh, protocols? I mean, isn't the point of this that we see officers marching in uniform as an expression of solidarity? Isn't that the point? 
Well, I sort of I would agree there. I would say it's as much identity for many of us. Our our work is part of our identity, and for these police to have the double identity, gay and also a member of the police force, I think it should be important that they be allowed to march. Historian on gay rights, academic and activist, and a member of the seventy eight is Gary Wotherspoon. Thanks so much for your time. Good to talk to you. Thanks, Andy. And of course, New South Wales Police are currently investigating the allegations uh, facing Senior Constable Bo Lamar. Uh, he has not yet been found guilty of the murders of Jesse Baird and uh, Luke Davies. Police uh, say they have found uh, those bodies this afternoon. ABCRN helps you understand the world. Find more of our stories on the ABC Listen app.